Uncle Ray Kadira with a superb balance of vocal and instrumental classics from the last six decades, including the obligatory Solid Gold Elvis track. Or two. You'll hear treasures you may have missed. Rock and roll, swing, and smooch your way down memory lane with Ray Kadiro, 10 till 1, weeknights on Radio 3. Whether you're here or here, maybe here. Perhaps not there. You can always listen to Radio 3. Just go to your favorite app store and download RTHK on the go. Radio 3. We are always here. Listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, this Monday afternoon, the very first one of the week. Let's turn to our first topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to be hearing about the 13th Social Enterprise Summit 2020. And to tell us more, I'm really delighted to be joined on the program by Rebecca Choi Young, who is the chairperson of the organizing committee of the Social Enterprise Summit. Welcome to the program, Rebecca, and thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. So we are, um, because of the red rainstorm warning, we are having some delays. Um, so, so do bear us, bear with us. Uh, we are also on the Facebook page. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. Now, uh, Rebecca, can you tell us a little bit? It, it's being held as an online for- format this year, and the symposium will be from the 19th to the 21st of November. Tell us a little bit more about the Social Enterprise Summit 2020. Yeah, thank you, Noreen, for the introduction. Um, the Social Enterprise Summit is a cross-sector platform to inspire and empower social innovation and social entrepreneurship. So this year, it will be held online for the first time. Uh, as everybody knows, because of COVID-19, uh, we are entering a new normal, so we are taking up a new format as well. And then the online summit will enable everyone from different parts of the world to join us. So um, this annual summit, um, it's a very exciting forum because we will bring together over 70 top international, regional and local speakers from 15 different countries. So throughout the three days, you will hear from these leaders over 20 sections. Um, and also, uh, we will like uh, to highlight some of the speakers that we will have on day one. Delegates will be privileged to hear firsthand from our keynote speakers. Um, co-authors of the book New Power, i.e. Jeremy Hymans and Henry Timms, they will talk about movement building and how to feel collective impact. So social innovators and people from different walks of life will learn how to harness the skill of mass mobilization driven by a higher social purpose and propelled by the power of the internet to achieve social objectives. And then on day two, 
our audience uh, will have four tracks to move around. The first track will look into different ways to transform communities and empower people within these communities. And the second track will focus on digital social innovation, which is mainly about the use of digital technology and applications to address, uh, to address social and environmental issues. And of course, to tackle global crises such as COVID-19, which has triggered the mass application of digital methods. Um, digital social innovation has become an effective means of empowering citizens and mass participation. So it will be a very interesting track the third track will be on different forms of education innovation and how they could lead to behavioral changes in the society. And then the fourth track will look into business innovation, which will basically focus on business for social good. And uh, we discuss ways to design sustainability strategies for different types of businesses. So it, that it will be something for everyone. And then on the third day, we will host the Asia Youth Entrepreneurship Exchange, where over 12 aspiring young social entrepreneurs from Hong Kong and seven other countries, including China, Burma, Korea, Thailand, the Philippines, Indonesia, they will talk about their social ventures, the problems they are addressing, and the prospect of regional collaboration among themselves. And if and then a, apart sorry, go on, Rebecca. Yep. Go on. Yeah, so that's for the three days. And we will also have a concluding section, uh, which we will, uh, which will be hosted by a local celebrity and will guide us through the new normal, what it will be happening uh, in the future. And of course, we look back into our past, into the present, and then we will discuss together what will tomorrow look like. Wow, definitely sounds like a jam-packed event. And like you said, something for everyone. And if there's a time to innovate, really, this is the year to really pivot and to find new ways uh, to to do stuff, uh, whether it's uh, regular uh, enterprises to, to social enterprises. I noticed this year your theme is really new normal and collective power. Was it set because of COVID-19, because we are facing a new normal? And what is this theme actually, uh, what kind of meaning has it taken on? Yeah, exactly. Uh, because uh, we see that 2020 begins with a pandemic affecting people all around the world. Nobody could escape. So uh, we will uh, discuss how this COVID-19 has changed the way that we work, uh, that we study, commute or socialize. Um, I think everyone in our society will require some shifts to come out of the current situation from a crisis mode back into the normal mode. But we know that um, the old way of living, the old way of working will never come back. So we need to rethink how to create a new normal. And this is easily said and done because we do need collective efforts to come together. So we have to think about new solutions, continuous communications, and then uh, to, to decide different modes of working, different modes of learning, and different most of socializing. And throughout this, uh, we need a lot of data, we need a lot of measurement and digital means to help us carry through. So this will be a very interesting theme because we're looking into the new normal through collective power. And sometimes it's with challenges like these which bring about new opportunities. I think at first people were 
I mean, people are still worried about the pandemic, but since then, people are sort of getting better with technology, working from home, and just sort of embracing this new normal. Um, what's interesting about this uh, Social Enterprise Summit is, even though the event is in November, um, you already had an opening ceremony uh, in September already, and, and there were some sort of keynote speakers and, and key messages. Um, what were some of them? Can, can you look back and share with our listeners? Oh, yes. Uh, we launched the Social Enterprise Summit in September. Uh, basically, we will uh, open the forum for registration. So anybody, if you're interested, click in, onto our website and, and uh, register for the sessions that you would like to attend. Uh, as I said, uh, we have two heavyweight keynote speakers, Jeremy Hymans and Henry Timms. Uh, they are co-authors of the book New Power, which has marked a watershed in our efforts to build a better society. These two thought leaders, they are not only writers, they are practitioners themselves. So they will provide a systematic and comprehensive analysis of the art and science of movement building. Um, basically, they will let us know how to harness the energy of the kinetic crowd through deployment of mass participation and peer influence to create change and shift outcomes. Well, interestingly, um, these two authors they have created a very important movement in the United States called Giving Tuesday, which urges people to donate to charities on the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And since then, it has grown into a national movement. So they are also assisting other countries to build meaningful movements and to make changes along the way. So I think uh, for Hong Kong people and also from people for people from different parts of the world. 2020 is a very important time in our history. Uh, we really should create new things and then to connect to people from different communities, from different countries, so that we could come together to solve the problems that we are facing, especially during uh, important crises such as COVID-19. Yeah. Now, and then uh, apart from the keynote speakers, we will also have speakers from uh, 15 different countries. So uh, on the first day, apart from the keynote speeches, we will have a section called Building City Resilience. So we will, we have, uh, we will invite leaders from different sectors, from the business sector, from the social enterprise sector, and also young social entrepreneurs to discuss their vision for the future. For example, we have David Yang, who is leading the Green Monday movement. And also we have Vicky Fong, um, who is the founder of Every Day, Every Life is a Song. She uses music to change people. And then we have young social entrepreneurs uh, who have just set up their own social enterprises. And they are, even though they are quite small enterprises, but they are determined to bring changes to Hong Kong. So we will hear from different people and also from the business sector as well, because a lot of businessmen, they are changing their business strategy to create a more sustainable society. So it will be very interesting for the businessmen, social entrepreneurs to come together. Uh, and then on day two, during the four tracks, we will also hear from people from other countries. For example, we have Mr. Kok, who is the founder of Dignity Kitchen from Singapore. So basically, they are, they are training people with differences, i.e. what we call the handicapped people, uh, to train them through skills training, job placement and integration so, uh, so that they could work 
in Dignity Kitchen, which is a restaurant having set up in Singapore and then now in Hong Kong. That's terrific. We uh, have then we also similar have... in Hong Kong. Cafe 8 does that with the Nesbitt Centre. They also hire people with That's right. intellectual disabilities. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so when we talk about people of differences, um, you, normally we would talk as if they need our support. And of course they do. But once when we have empowered them after training, they will be able to do normal jobs and earn decent salary. So this is something that we should look into because very soon, for Hong Kong people, we will end, we are an aging society. So we are talking not only of people with disabilities, we are talking about people in their old age who may walk slowly, who may need different types of support. We, we are also talking about people uh, maybe coming from other parts of the world to work in Hong Kong and how they could be included in, into our society. So basically our bigger vision is to create an inclusive society where people will be empowered and in which they will be able to make use of their own skills and abilities. That's terrific. I mean, I remember um, about... Apart 10, from this, we also years. have... Sorry, go on, Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, please go on. No, no, I was Because say, the internet is not so good, so sometimes I can't hear you well. Yeah, please go on. I was going to say, about 10, 15 years ago, people didn't really... When you talked about social enterprises, people were like, oh, what is a social enterprise? But nowadays, it seems like a lot more young people um, are wanting to start businesses with a social mission. It, precisely what you say, that, you know, there's a social issue and they have businesses which uh, address it. Um, so, you know, it's not just only the business sector, but it really is the partnership across all sectors um, from, from from government uh, to, to to private enterprises um, and is that what you're trying to do as well to build these bridges with this forum yeah exactly yeah exactly uh, when we first started in 2008 uh, 13 years ago um, we tend to focus on individual social enterprises it's true that um, individual social enterprises they have done a lot of things to change our society with their social mission but we do feel that for social innovation, it should not be confined to social enterprises alone. Everybody, including the government, uh, the civic society, academia, professionals, businessmen, even people young and old, they could become social innovators uh, themselves. So that is why uh, over the last 12 years or so, we are building up a strong alliance of organizations around the Social Enterprise Summit. So as of now, we have over 100 partners, advisors, organizing committee members, supporters, uh, sponsors, etc., who are working together with us. So when we talk about the Social Enterprise Summit, it's not just an event organizer. We have become a movement builder and we have become a platform of alliances of these organizations. So. Um, we are very pleased to see that the impact has grown far and wide. And now we have businessmen who would like to lead the change within the business community as well. And we also have uh, a lot of civil servants who are looking into social innovation and hope to put this together into the policy. So a lot of changes have been going on throughout Hong Kong and in different parts of the world. So that is why we feel that 
um, for the 21st century, social innovation will be the most important force to change our society for the better. Yeah. In a place like Hong Kong, of course, there are a lot of things that we can do to address social needs. But how do social enterprises, how do they balance between um, addressing these